So where are you from? New Mexico. Ah. Land of the meth heads and UFOs. Hope you say goodbye to the sun. Like forever. Look, unlike you, I have friends, okay? So I'm good. Trinket. Why they didn't cast me? What's poppin' YouTube? It's your girl Kamari Deshay. Alright, so Netflix's Trinkets. I'll audition for Trinkets around August, September-ish of like 2018, right? Um, at the time, I had just gotten back to the DMV from Atlanta and I was basically doing self-tapes for all of my um, auditions at this particular period. Um, I had just gotten back for like the summer time with intentions of getting back uh by like september of 2018 didn't happen that way um so at the time i had my atlanta agent i had my bi-coastal uh manager and at this particular time i was trying to get back to atlanta or preparing to get back and things didn't they didn't exactly end up working out that way at the time i was doing a lot of my auditions via self-tape just because i wasn't in a position to physically be in person at this particular time uh over the summertime and um, I remember mentioning in my last video, like the first episode of this Why They Didn't Cast Me series, uh, I referenced pilot season, I referenced episodic season. So for all my actors out there that want to know a little bit more about like um, what the seasons look like and just what um, that has historically looked like for actors, I'm happy to get into that. Um, I know the summertime is usually either like a, a big vacation or training time season for actors. Um, reason being is because uh, up until like the streaming services really started kind of taking over, like I said, you have your episodic season that kind of is synchronized with the fall season and you have pilot season that's kind of synchronized with your winter season, like the top of the year though, like January through March, April. And pilot season is pretty much for casting your main uh, roles, your leads and episodic is pretty much for like casting your co-star roles and like your smaller roles that are going to kind of come up um, in the series but not as prevalent and not as prominent it kind of depends on the writing team it kind of depends on um, the response from the fans all of that like depending on how long they're going to keep you around if you end up booking a co-starring role and then whether or not that co-starring role ends up like turning into a recurring role a lot of times like you have guest starring roles you have co-starring roles and so a lot of times if they like your appearance on a, on a particular episode that you may be guest starring on or that you may have booked a co-star role or just like anything above like one two three lines and they have the jurisdiction to keep that character uh, running in the in the series and pretty much incorporate them in the storyline if it wasn't already planned uh, to have that character like written in the storyline so <clears throat> anyway with streaming services like your Netflixes, like your Amazons, like your Hulus and all of that and with the originals that a lot of these streaming services have started to create it opened up a floodgate of opportunities for your no-name actors, right? And for your underground indie artists, um, like seven, 2017, 2018-ish is really when uh, the floodgates started opening up for more newer talent, um, more no-name talent to compete, right? With the more established name talent and to not necessarily be beat out by more established name talent. 
Um, so it kind of leveled the playing field a little bit. So if you were uh, competing for a lot of these different roles, if you were auditioning left and right during pilot season, and if you were auditioning left and right during episodic season, um, and maybe you were, you know, getting familiar with different cast directors and things like that, uh, maybe you booked, maybe you didn't book, whatever the case may be, around this 2017-2018 window um, is when a lot of these opportunities like the playing field started to get leveled a little bit and a lot of people were able to compete for roles that historically were getting beat out by like more established name talent. This was a very exciting time for me just because especially like during the 2017-2018 period it was a very heavy season of like trying to book pilot season trying to get cast for these leads um, and also like when I didn't get whatever leads or whatever being up for the same series before like a co-star or guest starring role it became a heavy repetitious cycle of like not getting booked because I got beat out by a more established name talent right um I mentioned what a no name talent looks like in my last video episode one like if you don't have credits when you don't have uh things on IMDB um when certain casting teams and um, when certain crews are not like production crews and stuff like that when they're not familiar with your work ethic when they're not familiar with like how you work um they can't say oh yeah i worked with her on this film set or i worked with them on this film set over there or like the team is not familiar with you then again you know they don't have the time to, to run down the process of what it looks like to work on set to deal with different personalities all of that so they filter through the process and weed through you know who they want to work with and who they don't based on um like a number of unwritten rules in the industry and like a lot of those unwritten rules have to do with like who you know, how you know them, how you guys are connected, all of that, right? Um, so it's cool. It's just that like when you understand that, you can go into it more informed and make a more well-informed decision about like how you want to navigate this whole road of auditioning, right? So I think at the time, had I had the understanding of what it was, I would have been focusing on, okay, you know, um, this is a great opportunity for me to get in front of these people. But I would have also understood the other side of it, like, okay, well, there it's a business. Like, they're trying to figure out, like, a, the same things that these notoriously bigger names in Hollywood have been trying to figure out, which is why they create the wish list, which is why they create, like, the unwritten rule set to follow, whatever. So, in my mind, I think, I'm thinking, okay, this is a great window to capitalize on for no names, right? But it's only a great window to capitalize on for no names if, again, you are capitalizing on the wave of social media, if you're capitalizing on building a brand, um, and basically putting who you out, who you are out there on a platform. Uh, because again, you're still competing with so many other creatives out there. It doesn't just come down to your talent. It doesn't just come down to your representation. It doesn't just come down to um, like who you've worked with and all of that. Now, in trinkets, in the case of trinkets, I vividly remember like. Um, this was kind of an open call, right? Back when they were casting for Trinkets, it was an open call because it was a Netflix original. So um, I felt like I had like a leg up in that, okay, at this point I've been grinding, you know, audition left and right for years, these people know who I am, cool. And um, you know, I have the reps, I have all of that. So I felt pretty confident um, at that particular time just because I felt like the same issue that I was dealing with on this side of um, like the, the same issue that I kept running into with not booking um, a lot of the bigger productions as a result of getting beat out by more established name talent um, I felt like that wasn't going to be my like situation anymore with the whole like Netflix originals or Hulu originals Amazon originals <sighs> like 
I was wrong. It's a business. Like, you get what I'm saying? It's not a talent showcase. Like, I just always wanted to show up and show out with, like, my audition. And I think, you know, you just got to realize that it's a total thing. So, essentially, even though these streaming service originals kind of leveled the playing, playing field a little bit, for actors that were kind of competing um, for different roles and for different opportunities, um, it's still a situation where like the talent pool is now even bigger because how many influencers are out there? You know what I'm saying? How many creatives are out there on a platform that have a following, that have a base, that have a fan base and a following? So you put yourself in a situation where you have to understand the shift and the changes and adapt. You feel me? So. Um, I had been like on different social media platforms, but my focus wasn't necessarily building my brand on these different platforms. It was more so like, okay, well if I am happening to work on something and I'm excited about, oh, maybe I'm going to make this public or maybe I'm going to make this particular project public. I kind of did it sparingly um, versus focusing on, you know, this is what I have total ownership and control over. Let me put all of who I am over here. And as I'm continuing to navigate this industry and like audition for this role, this role, this role, this opportunity, this opportunity, there's still a space over here where my voice is being heard and where my art is able to like come alive, right? So I think that's what it was. Like all of what I was doing artistically was only shared between like me and whoever was around me at the time and um that was just because like i just had a whole different mindset about like what it was about i had the idea like a, you know i'm standing over to come up this is my therapy this is what i love to do as far as like my music my writing my all these other things that i do but what i'm trying to make happen i'm gonna book these roles you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm out here grinding day and uh, day and night you know left and right eat sleep and breathe this like uh, y'all gonna know my name like you you feel me like i'm gonna go in here i'm gonna leave my mark and if not this one then the next one the next one i'm gonna book something that was kind of my mindset not um doing that and then also making sure i had like an insurance policy in the event that this never works out like do i still have my art living and breathing somewhere so yeah that's kind of like what that was so in short you know trinkets on netflix was an open call and i felt like i was pretty um, well positioned to capitalize on this opportunity. I felt like the talent pool um, wasn't going to be like other cattle calls where you're dealing with like a whole pool of uh, no-name talent like myself but maybe no-name talent that didn't have like representation or no-name talent that didn't have um, certain connections or experiences or whatever the case may be. Um, I kind of felt like I had like a leg up. I didn't only because like I said um, I wasn't necessarily competing with just this talent pool of like no-name talents that um, were ambitious about trying to break in. I was competing with these these creators and also like everyone else that um, basically had, a, uh, had a platform, had a following, had a fan base on these different uh, social media outlets or like had certain credits or basically it ended up being the same situation all over again. Um, so back to square one, like you gotta, again, you know, I'm dealing with what I'm dealing with and I just basically had to move a little bit different. Um, with this specific opportunity, what I was grateful for is the feedback. I auditioned for two roles. Um, I auditioned for the role of Mo and I auditioned for the role of Tabitha. Two kind of contrasting characters, right? And um, I reached out to one of the uh, production team members just to, you know, thank them again for the opportunity and all that after my audition uh, tape was submitted. 
and um, you know, I let my agent know, my my manager, everybody was in the loop and everything like that. It took whatever revelation that it took for me to come to terms with like the reality of my experience and to also have the other shoe drop and figure out, okay, what am, what am I supposed to do with this? You know, you navigate this route long enough, you end up doing one of two things, right? You end up um, breaking in or you end up just letting the shit go and doing something else. Uh, a lot of times, like I think people end up falling off because of all that it takes. Like if you like if you really navigate this route and never break in, um, like nobody's ever gonna hear that story. You know what I'm saying? Like that story doesn't usually get told. You end up falling off doing something else and trying to make something else happen with your life. Um, reason why, like in my case, that wasn't really a viable option. It's because I had put all my eggs in this basket from day one. Um, I didn't just birth like this dream or this vision like in college or in high school like I had literally come up with this understanding like I can really do this I can really make this happen and I felt like I owed it to like myself my creator my family everybody that dared to dream I was like I have to make this happen like this is all I know is to make it happen like you know I know it's gonna be hard I, I never expected it to be easy but this shit is possible like even if it has to be one in a million I guess I just gotta go after a million motherfucking things it's gonna be what it's gonna be I mean it is what it is though like you live and you learn and things aren't what they what you thought they were but I think it's those those are the moments that really define our character and define who we are right it's how we respond to the adversity and the challenges and it's how we respond to the disappointments and all of that right like you look at where you've been what you've been through like all the people around you that fall off or the ones that actually stay stick around but end up turning into something a little bit different than the support that they once were so they're still close to you but now their support is turning into something that looks a little more bitter looks a little more um like just different you know and i i did say the term bitter but yeah different variations of like bitter you know um toxic non-supportive like not able to understand what you're dealing with and going through and not able to really feed that and i mean i think that's what it is like there's a saying by bob marley you know everyone is going to hurt you you just got to figure out the ones worth suffering for. You can't put your faith in people because people will inevitably disappoint you. So if you understand that up front, like that people are always going to disappoint you, then you don't get so caught up in the fact that they do when they do, when they inevitably do. What you do is focus on where your energy is supposed to be coming from and where your focuses are supposed to be going and how you're going to recharge. So I think for me, I've all, like I've been so used to the disappointments of just people or knowing that they're inevitable that like I look to God to lead me and guide me. I don't look to people because I already know like if I look to you and I don't get what I'm looking for, like I can't fault you for that. You're just obviously you're just not the vessel that is meant to deliver that to me. That's fine. Um, I, I'm still meant to get whatever I'm meant to get. So if not you, then somewhere else, somebody else, some other vessel. So that's kind of like how I like to maneuver through life. I like to look at, okay, this is what it is, but what did I learn? You know, uh, we can learn from everybody. We can learn from everything. Uh, we can learn from our worst enemies, um, quite frankly. It's just a matter of knowing what to look for and knowing the questions to ask. And again, I think it's those moments that like the darkest moments that really define our character and tell us who we are, shows us who we are to ourselves. Because we are the ones at the end of the day that have to live this life and that have to make a decision about who we're going to be in it. Um, like if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And um, even when you do stand for something, like you're not going to avoid humili humiliation. Like you're not going to avoid falling down. You're not going to avoid being wrong. You're not going to avoid the valley of the shadow of death.
you're not like you just have to um trust whatever process is meant for you you, you got to trust that whatever you're going through is meant to serve your greater good it's meant to work in your favor it serves a, a greater purpose and it's meant to feed your greater purpose um and like that's the that's the only way i feel like we can choose to look at it you got one or two things like you can dwell in it um in which case the time is still going to pass and nothing is going to change like your experience about it your healing from it none of that is going to really ever come to pass or you can accept it and start walking in the direction of uh whatever it looks like to try to make something happen with it um, and turn it into something positive and turn it into something worth it. Um, I think we all have that decision to make. Like, you know, we don't have control over everything that happens in this world, but we have control over how we respond. And um, we don't give ourselves enough credit for the power that we innately have that God gave us. So to, again, solve the issue of being a green newbie or uh, just inexperienced talent in the eyes of the industry you just got to bring who you are to a platform and establish a brand so that it's very clear um, or you know if you already do have a, a clear brand like what I'm trying to essentially do is empower all my artists out there and all my people to be able to make a well-informed decision about you know how you want to navigate this industry and how you want to move forward in your own career pursuits and just with your own endeavors in general like for all my dreamers out there that actually care to dream that dare to dream it's not gonna be easy out here you know it's not we're not gonna have all the answers but i think when we see representation and examples of other people out there that go through it and that come out on the other side it's enough to keep us going you know so that's what I'm trying to do in my end entertainment. Y'all already know the vibes. That's what I'm bringing to this channel. So if you do rock with Throwback Thursday story time and y'all want to know more about, you know, the positive side of what I've learned as a result of navigating this industry and, you know, why I didn't book any of the millions of things it seemed like I went out for, then go ahead and hit the subscribe button and hit the notifications bell so that you guys never miss another video. Hit the like button. Let YouTube know that y'all are rocking with the content. Stay up. Stay blessed. Happy Friday Eve. And yeah, I love y'all. I'm going to see y'all in the next video.